Nah, what up? What's poppin'? What's going on, man? Let's go, man. What episode go, is this? Man. We on uh, 148. 148. Let's go, man. Almost to the 150, man. We yeah, gotta do man. something for the 150. You know, it's it's always it's always the the like the next hundred that you look forward to. Yeah, it's true. Um, but man, like these forty-eight, like well, it felt like it felt, it felt like I got or like it took really long to get to the hundred, and these last forty-eight have been fucking flying, man. And if you think about it, that hundred was a year ago. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's crazy, Damn. man. Yeah, and I remember yeah, that hundred, like yeah, us planning for it, like trying to yep. do stuff. Yeah, that's wild, man. Nah, that's dope. Oof. Welcome back, everybody. So, to the Carpet for Men podcast. He is Juan and I'm Sean and every week we get together, have a few drinks, talk about things going on in the world, try to focus on things, making an impact, whether they be good, bad, or otherwise. Hit them with the drink of the day. Ooh, we got some deliciousness for you and some some simpleness too, man. Absolutely. We got uh, the the Noble Passion. Is that what the, the Noble Passion? Noble Passion. Noble Passion, man. It's a shot of, of, no, of Casa Noble Tequila Blanco and just top it off with... Um, passion fruit juice to taste so we did the highball glass today filled with ice did the shot and then just filled it all the way up pretty much with the passion fruit juice and then a squeeze in of a of a lime wedge and throwing the lime for a garnish simple but effective absolutely <laughs> and it's one of those things man where if you like the, the the stronger liquor taste if you do it in the highball glass you can kind of play with it a little bit you could do a, two shots or a shot and a half shot and a half yeah because yeah, one of them i did a little bit i see this one we did a little bit over the shot i like this one. and this is <laughs> i like this one so this one hits a little different <laughs> this one, i like this one this is the night night juice i like to call it <laughs> this the one that gonna put me out you're gonna be doing the pot by yourself i'm like <laughs> the moment i see you yawning <laughs> I'm gonna start throwing. I'm gonna start throwing. I'm gonna fucking throw a chancleta at you. (laughs) For real, man. Oh shit. Yeah, this one's good, man. I like this. Yeah, absolutely. You said it's so basic, like like straight to the point. Like, yep. And then and then the fact that in this heat, I don't know. For those of y'all live in Florida, you know what we're talking about. This heat down here right now is ridiculous, bro. I so this is like like you know every summer here it's brutal right like, yeah of course but the last couple of summers I've been like waiting for that like yo miserable heat and it's never felt that way and I thought oh I'm getting used to it I've been here long enough right. I've been here for a long time and then this last week I've been like nah dude this shit <laughs> like I'm like yo global warming or whatever the fuck it is that's been making climate change whatever it is bro yep. is the last couple of years haven't felt like this and it's only june bro here yeah. the brutal time is july gets july and august and august gets like august is miserable Dude, my, one of my sons told me it gets hotter in august and I'm like, yeah, dude, like this is just the beginning. This is the beginning. It's not even summer us. yet. No, not no. We're still in spring. We're, we got a week something left like or more to summer. Yeah, it's crazy, man. And it's been miserably hot the last. Yeah, like yeah. The, like the real feel on a daily basis is over a hundred. It's stupid. It's and so and the actual temperature usually is in like the low to mid nineties. So we say that to say, people, get yourself a noble passion with this E <laughs> and just go pass out on your front lawn. That's right. <laughs> oh, if you got a pool in the back, oh, you got a pool. Yeah, dude. that's a good poolside drink too. Oh my god, man, this is yeah, it's good. And with this weather, like you said, this hits everywhere, man. This is it's delicious, boy. All right, man, we're gonna we are sharing the carbon footprint this week. We yes, are sir. giving it to. The city of Denver. Let's go. <laughs> the mile high. <laughs> Yo, first and foremost, the the Denver Nuggets won the NBA championship. And so shout out to those guys. Um, dom- dominant team that they, oh those God. guys put together. Um, the best team won it. 
Oh, yeah, I think absolutely. It, I think, yeah, yeah, I think the best. I think even at the beginning of the playoffs, I remember you, I think you made this comment of like, yeah, man, I think people are sleeping on Denver because we don't see them. And yeah. it was so accurate. Like, they were so good. And I don't think people realize how good they were. Yeah, they so were it's like long, the best team. They were long one. and deep. Dude, yeah. <laughs> Happy Pride Month, people. <laughs> <laughs> but we're not just giving a cup of to Denver for winning the championship. We're giving it to them for getting fucking crazy. Motherfuckers can't have nothing nice. Yo, they went. <laughs> Him, bro. So they had the 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 peri- no, actually there was um after the win, right? Was when they had like ten people got shot. Yeah, dude. John Morant pulled up to that bitch. So what's going on? Yeah, man. So there was like there was there was an altercation um out there and no one no one died, but ten people got shot. And and the the police believe just based on what they found that um, the altercation stemmed from a fentanyl drug deal sort of like gone wrong. Oh, is that what happened? Yeah. Well, they don't know. That's the speculation. Yo, because when I read the headline and they said like ten people injured, like yeah. in mass shooting, like no deaths or whatever, and I'm, you're normally like great, but then I was like, yo, how shitty of a shot are you? <laughs> <laughs> you should- Supposedly, the, the person was like shooting into a crowd. That's so funny. Right? So, um, but they were able, like, like they recovered um, multiple bags of, of fentanyl. Oh, wow. At the, at the scene. So oh, they, I didn't so, realize so they, that. So they, no, well, they believe it's that. I don't think it's been proven yet. It's obviously it's in under investigation. Nine men, one woman, um, suffered the gunshot wounds. Uh, but like I said, none of them were life-threatening injuries. So, so they're, so they're good. Um, but then fast forward, so they had the the parade, yeah, yeah, it looked, which looked awesome, dude. So after the parade, two more people got shot, and a cop got ran over, or was, or such as they ran over. He was struck by one of the fire trucks like, oh, sh- that were in the parade. What? Yeah, dude. So like, yo, that was some, some wild boys. It's crazy, bro. And then did you see uh, Mike Malone? Like so, yep. so the coach, the coach of the Denver Nuggets was out there looking thuggish as bro, hell. My man was jiggy as fuck. <laughs> I didn't realize Mike Malone had it in him, bro. He had, he was wearing a chain. He had the hat. He had the cigar popping, and you could tell he was real comfortable. That he wasn't doing it for the parade. Yeah, it was like not. Nah, and he was what I do on weekends, bro. Yep. <laughs> and he was out there going like this, like he looked like he was throwing up, throwing like, up gang, gang signs and shit. <laughs> And I'm like, who is this guy? Is this he, the same guy that had this that has a suit on and is very like composed? He might be my new favorite coach. <laughs> who is this guy? He had the he had the the the, the cap on with the flat bill. Mm-hmm. Like he was looking real vanilla ice-ish. Yo, I was like, I didn't realize he had that kind of swagger, bro. Because like, I'm like you said, you see him, he looks like this straight laced sort of like no nonsense thing. And then even in the press conference, like that little that little thug came out of him a little bit. I was like, okay. Oh, like I missed the, it. What he said? The little streets, like when he, no, no, when he was it. trolling LeBron. <laughs> and then even the words he would use of like uh, 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 just sort of mocking like other teams or like the, the players. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, Mike, you got a little, little something, something in you. I'm like, you look like a good hang. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, man, when you look at these guys, um, and and you know, sort of to to be a leader of men, and especially of like athletes, right? Of you're you're a leader of like a lot of type A personalities. You have to have 
really good leadership qualities yeah right especially that, that you know especially if, if you're going to demand a lot from your team and, and and expect professionalism and everything you have to be professionalism at the highest level right and then so to see him cut loose at the parade was 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 kind of crazy yeah just unexpected yeah, yeah i wasn't expecting that at all. even Jokic, because he was so damn serious yeah oh i didn't see that he cut loose he the, was he was wilding today. He said uh, other thing. He said um, uh, for for those who don't know, like after he won the title, he was so stoic. And and when they asked him about the thing, he's like, I just want to go home. I was gonna say when when they talked about the parade, he goes like, No, he's like, I he's like, he's like, he's like when is it when is the parade? And he's like, I gotta go home. And it was like Monday, and the parade's like Thursday. It's not like you're talking like months out. And he's right. just like. I, I want to go home. No, I want to go home. And until today, he goes like, uh, I want a fucking parade. I never want to leave here. And he's just like going <laughs> off. I'm like, good for you, man. He, ah, find, that's good, he man. finally he sort it. of uh, let loose. Um, yo, that's a guy that strikes me that won't play long. Really? He, I've That man looks so content with life. And like basketball is so ancillary to him. Like right. it's a job. And it's like, yeah, he likes it. It's given, obviously, it's given him a... F- like phenomenal opportunity and yeah, created a great opportunity for his family, but it doesn't seem like it's even in his top five of favorite things to do or like most important things in his life. Like you just hear him talk and you just think, and I'm going, man, we better enjoy this because it's ridiculous what he's doing. Like while it lasts, because he strikes me as one of those guys that's gonna walk away early and just go, I got money, yeah, I got things. I want to go watch hope my horses or whatever the fuck he's into. Like he likes <laughs> horse racing and all that shit. I'm like, I can Wait, see where's he thing. from? Serbia? Serbia, yeah. What do they do over there in Serbia? I don't know, bro. I, I, it even shocks me that he goes back there, but I don't know a lot about Serbia, so maybe if I did, I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah. But like, he, I think the place he's from is called Samber, something, Samber, Serbia, something, uh, something like that. But I guess he goes back there during the offseason. Suits his personality. He, it really does. He's somber <laughs> as fuck. He's just like, yeah. I call him now the dad bod god. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, he doesn't as, even look imposing at all, bro. As as I watch the finals and 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 the way that the way that he shoots the ball, it looks like nothing. Like none of his shots should go in. Not a single. And one. the vast majority of them go in. All of them do. It's so stupid, and it doesn't look like it's on purpose. But it's all very well thought out. But none of it looks like it's intentional. <laughs> but I love the way where you know when they interview him and he's he's very much like yeah, like if I'm open, I take the shot. But if I'm not, then I just like I pass. Like it's fine. It's fun, yeah. And even when they talk to him about the pressure, he's just like, oh, "This is basketball. Like, it's just like there's people out there doing this and that." And obviously, I think growing up in Serbia, that'll give you a different perspective. But like, he's just like, "There's no pressure. Pressure is basketball." Like, dude, is Serbia the country of um, uh, what's that movie with uh? It's not Black Hawk Down. It's the other one. The two fighter, the 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 two uh, pilots that go into enemy territory, they get shot down. Oh, behind enemy lines. Yes. Oh. Is that in Ser- is that is that Serbia? Man, now I, I like I just feel like it is, but I'm probably wrong. I I, I doesn't sound familiar. Let me, I'm gonna look it up, man, because I'm dude. That, that I would have never got that name. I'm surprised that you fucking because <laughs> I was even trying to think of Owen Wilson's name and I couldn't even think of his name. War films beginning with with Behind Enemy Lines in 2001, followed by Films in Six. And damn, I didn't know there was sequels to this bitch. Oh, there are. Uh, evidently so. It, Owen Wilson wasn't in it. That's why. <laughs> That's why I didn't Bosnia. Oh, Bosnia. Shot okay, that makes over sense. Bosnia and and was stranded. Oh no, it it was it, so. No, you weren't wrong. It was shot down over Bosnia and was stranded in Serb-held territory for six days before being rescued by U.S. Marines. Ah, there you go. So it was Serbian held. No, no. So you weren't wrong. Yeah. Uh, because is Bosnia still a country? 
Is Bosnia and Herzegovina, whatever the one that's got, I can't even pronounce it. No that idea. Shit. It's like one of those like goes back and forth. No idea. Yeah. Uh, I went to public school. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, so, and shout out to the Heat for, for putting up a, I said, I guess a valiant effort, man. They ran, they just ran into a much better team. Yeah. Um, yeah. Did yeah. you see that game? Uh, I think it was game four of the finals when they had Conor McGregor come out. Yeah. I'm, with the mascot. Yes. So he, so he knocks the mascot out, which looks like, you know, the mascot's wearing it, obviously wearing this big, you know, uh, what do you call it? Like a, like a costume head. Yeah, and he's, yeah, and he's in a, yeah. he's in like a, like a whole costume. What, what is their, what is their mascot? The Miami Heat? I don't know what that thing is. Is it a yeah, it's, raccoon? It's, I don't know what it is. No, it's, 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 isn't it like a bird? Let me see. Oh, you might be right. Let me see. I think it's uh, some kind of mascot. bird. I'm going to have to something. look it up because he beat the shit out of but this he, Yeah, but, but he hits the guy. Hits the mascot. The mascot goes down. They they drag the mascot off of the court, and it looks like they're like kind of like this whole funny thing. But apparently, he hit the guy pretty damn hard. The guy ends up going to the hospital. It's a it's a mantra. Anthrop. Fuck. Is words it a, are. Is it a bird? Anthropomorphic depiction of the fireball featured on the team's logo. Bernie. His name is Bernie. <laughs> it's a bird, but it's a bird though, right? It's. It's a bird. It just doesn't. It's not based on define anthropomorphic. Whatever the fuck that. Yeah, Damn, that's a big no. word of the fireball. So I don't know. We're we're gonna go with a phoenix. <laughs> fireball bird <laughs> sounds about right. <laughs> but he knocks this thing out, and then more news comes out afterwards that he allegedly sexually assaulted some some woman. Yeah, which I don't know. I, we'll let the legal we'll, we'll let the right do let, its let, thing. Right, but. What I will say, man, is that I don't know if Connor did this. I know Connor's in a position like like many sort of famous people and any anyone with any kind of clout that people clout chase and people accuse them. And I'm not saying that's what this is here. Yep. I guess what I'm saying is is Connor finds himself in these situations a lot, and I'm sure some of it is that. But at some point, man, we gotta go. Connor's not a good person, bro. <laughs> like at some point, we gotta go. Connor puts himself in some shitty positions that this shit happens to him. All the fucking time. Yeah, like, like you said, always like, accused. Who is it? Uh, it's a, it's a Cat Williams that goes right. Like if if you've been, uh, what, what what was it yeah, like? Wouldn't even smoke her kneecap. <laughs> yeah. What what do they say? Like if if somebody if they accuse twenty seven people smoking say you smoking crack, crack for twenty years, at some point you were smoking crack. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like Connor's in his and and I know there's video of like Connor punching like old dudes in bars and blah blah. Like he's right. definitely he's definitely a hothead. He's absolutely a hothead and i feel like he is absolutely putting himself in these positions now and i feel like we don't talk about that enough in the term in in the context of sports and how much shit we give some athletes and whatever it's like connor almost gets a pass because he, he's so damn like likable so and famous and yep. popular that like we give him a pass but at some point we gotta look at him and go yo man like you're always in these scenarios where people are accusing you and it always ends up getting dropped or it always ends up something but i'm like at some point you have to question the what are you doing to put yourself in these positions all the time or are you just paying these people off and you really are the shitty of a human being like yeah, I, I, yeah at some point now, now one of the things that, that, I, that i read um and again this is all this is all just from different news sources um the woman is actually seeking settlements with the nba the heat the heat and conor mcgregor so she doesn't even want legal charges pressed that's what it sounds like again I, I don't know i mean i haven't read any court documentation or anything like that but when i read that i was just like huh you know, like it, it, it kind of, it kind of begs the question of of the 
like how how true is this? Yeah, I think because you can you can pay somebody. Like sometimes it's 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 a uh, it's easier and it's cheaper to pay somebody to just away. to go away yeah. rather than to go through the legal proceedings of court. And that's why I go like, you know, this could be one of those things where somebody's, <clears throat> but this could also be a mixture of both. This could be Connor pushed it and, you know, she was like, oh, fuck, I might as well get something out of it. Or it could be that he's literally made her feel some type of way. Could, you know, like so many yeah. things. I think what I do, you know, like hopefully again, hopefully she's okay and, you know, it's all just speculation and, and whatever. Like, but I, I think what is an absolute fact is that Connor always finds himself in these fucking scenarios. Yeah. And you're like, bro, what are you doing? That you are always in these scenarios. Yeah. Like, dude, but what do you think? Like, so let's just say it's true, right? And 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 the the punishment for this is I'm, I'm gonna make this up. Punishment for for like this this uh sexually assaulting somebody is 10 years in prison mm -hmm. okay you go on court you're proven innocent right it's proven that it's a lie should the person accusing you get 10 years absolutely i think they should get something they do i don't get know something. what the time i'm just saying is, but like, yeah but because it's just like if you accuse somebody of murder right and then you don't and then, and then it comes out to be to be false like it comes out it comes out that you actually made up the story and that person could potentially be put in no, jail you should for absolutely life. Do jail should you, no, but should you not get life? Mm, a good like that, for, like for, that girl lying, like that girl recently who. So the NFL guy, the ex NFL player who just oh, got no, off what? of murder charges. Oh no! What, oh, this? so murder was convicted. This girl, man, I gotta, I gotta pull up uh, uh, his name, but it's sort of just like spark notes of it this they're in a relationship she gets pissy at him whatever tells her brothers that he that he assaulted her or that he abused her or whatever right okay and then texts her brothers yo go shoot his shit up blah blah, blah like going so oh, so her oh, brothers pull up to his house with his friends he defends himself with his own rifle and his and at his house ends up then killing her brother or one of the friends somebody dies in a horror deal so five dudes okay. pull up he kills someone he gets charged for murder um, he recently got found not guilty. Okay. They pulled up all of her, all of her, you know, records. They sh it shows the text where she's telling her brothers go shoot his shit up. She's like, oh, you know, you just say shit I, when you're I mad. I heard, yeah, and I heard the 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 court proceedings. I, I didn't know the whole story, but yeah. I know her. I heard where like the the video or audio recording of her being asked, "What did you mean by shoot his shit up?" Yeah. And then she was just like, "No, like I didn't." It's kind of a slang term, and, and I'm paraphrasing here, but it's like it's, a, it's kind of a slang term. I didn't mean to go and kill him, right? And this was Wednesday, by the way. His name is Travis Rudolph, so he just got found not guilty. Travis Rudolph, oh, wow, okay. former uh, wide receiver for Florida State, so for FSU, and he played in the NFL. So yeah, she goes like, "Oh, I just wanted them, you know, you just say shit when you're mad. I just wanted them to go like sort of scare him or whatever." But turns out she was lying about the initial accusation, uh, uh, um, accusations that she made that told her brother. So okay. he wasn't abusive, any of that stuff. And then I think I also want to say that she was pissy because supposedly he had another girl or something crazy. But this bitch is married, so it's Ooh, like wow. the whole thing the whole is thing just kind of wild. Up. But it goes back to your thing of she should do time. Like this dude was facing life in prison, right? And somebody died, yeah, because she lied. So shouldn't she 
do life in prison then in that case that's what i'm saying yeah man. like, like i don't you, disagree yeah like, like yeah. like if you make an accusation like that bro and then you and it's, and it's based around a, like a flat out lie you know i i think the court should just flip that and go okay well this was the punishment for this thing you just lied about it so now you get it. Yeah, you have to deter people from making this from shit. From making dumb yeah, shit up. You, you really do, man. I, yeah, I don't know what the answer is. Could you but... imagine, bro, being fucking in, in, in prison for life? And then they go, what are you in here for? Oh, well, I tried to pin a murder on somebody else that was that, that didn't happen or that I just yeah, made I up. I lied about. I got mad. I was salty. <laughs> I was a salty side chick. And, oh, yeah, bro. Like, just that shit is, is crazy to me, man. Like, that whole... That's fucking nuts. But yeah, man. I, yeah, if if hope. Listen, man. I, if Conor McGregor did some shit, then hopefully justice is served, and you know, he doesn't do this shit to people. But if she's lying, then she's she lying. Should she should absolutely get it. Yep. Like that. And like you said, everything about it right now stem seems like there's a grab here for cash because of the whole the the complaint isn't criminal. You know, it's more of like a civil suit type right, thing. So right. um, those always, and, and, you know, and, and listen, that's not to say that if you're someone like her, or I shouldn't say someone like her, if you're someone who that happens to, do you sit there and go through the thing of, do I want justice in terms of this person going to jail or would I rather just get paid because I'm going to have to deal with this ordeal internally and emotionally anyway, I might as well have something to show for it. Like in terms of maybe this is life changing money, right? Like... You know, I would never blame someone, I guess, for choosing either or. Like, I would never blame you for seeking the civil route or changing because I don't know what's going to bring you sort of peace in that moment or in that thing. No, right? no, no. So I guess that I couldn't sense. blame you in either scenario where you go, fuck it, I'm going to be sad or pissy about this anyway. I'm going to need therapy. I might as well not have to work again. You know, like, I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah. Did, but did you hear her thing? So she was like, he uh, like forcibly kissed her. The story was so long. It's, I'm going to be honest. Okay. I checked out. I started reading the whole forcibly kiss and that, and and it got so long winded <laughs> that I was like, I'm out. It just seemed a little. From odd. what I from what I read, it was like he forcibly kissed her, and then in order to sort of get out of the situation, she was like, I gotta pee, so she goes to pee, and then he's like, and then and then he forcibly, or he forces her to give him oral. I just don't like. I don't. How do you force somebody to give you oral? Like if how do you, if you're a guy, yeah. how do you force somebody to give you or like yo bite that shit off? Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, yeah, you know what I mean. Like I, I don't understand how do you that though. That's the part where I go and listen. And listen, maybe like the when you're in that you, situation, maybe it feels a little correct, different. But correct, and I, and I don't know how that I don't know how that feels. I just go. It, maybe, and maybe it's one of the situations where you go. Um, if I was in a situation, I would do X, and then when you're really in it, you don't. Right, because I've been in those. Yeah, I think yeah. we all have, right? Yeah, we, we all been yeah, in those. Absolutely, where, where we would give the advice to go do something, and then it happens to us, and we don't do, or we don't, we don't take our own advice. No, all the time. Yo, this is a fancy ass cap on this sticky liberal. <laughs> Yo, you seen uh Terrence Crawford and Errol Spence coming up? Yo, huh? I'm so finally we're getting a match with two guys in their prime. Mm -hmm. You know, probably two of the best of this era honestly, um, of the post Mayweather era, I guess is what yep. I would call this. I got to be honest with you, bro. This shit's boring as fuck. Like as a boxing mean? purist, like, or, or as a boxing fan, like I like, like loving the technical sport. I'm a big boxer. I want to see the matchup. Absolutely. 
as a if I'm a casual boxing fan, I have oh. zero interest. Oh, because they're they not so, talk, they're not talking. No, they are. It's so childish. Like it's so forced. Have did you see the press conferences today? I have not. I have. Oh not. my god! Just go. Watch I'm not the even press interested conferences. to be honest. That's because exactly I wanna, my point. Because <laughs> like I know the skill set of these guys, and this is like correct. The, this is like the fight of the decade. Yes, it should be. It's not gonna be. No, oh, I don't think no. it's gonna sell. In you terms think it of won't like, sell? Got no, I think that Ryan Garcia, Javante Davis was a bigger fight than this to the casual fan. I think this fight should be a mega fight. This should be Pacquiao Mayweather of this generation. Yeah, and, potentially. And, and, and with this, this is it's a, it, to me, it's even better because these guys are in their prime. Correct, and it's not even getting that kind of hype. Ah, that's and and I'm gonna tell you, no I, one knows who they are. Well, they're both boring. Yeah, and no one knows who they are. And and it just, unless you're a boxing fan, dude, exactly. Unless you're a boxing fan who follows boxing, you go, okay, you know, you know who they are. You respect their skill set. You do all that. But when I'm watching the press conferences of them and they're trying to talk shit. It's so it comically bad. <laughs> like I was watching and I was laughing. I'm like, this is so bad. Like it either feels like, okay, you've never done this. So you're like trying to come up with shit to talk and hype yourself up. And maybe they get better as they go along. I thought it was comical. Like it was almost like it was un like I couldn't believe it. Like I, like, I don't Rarely. believe that you don't dislike like that. Like, first of all, you they don't dislike each other, which I think is probably part of the problem. Right. But then also they're trying to come up with shit. Like one of the lines um terrence crawford has was like they're like oh you've knocked out 10 people in a row and he's like yeah and if he doesn't and if he steps out of line he's gonna be 11 and i'm like okay bro that's shut so up. corny yeah. shut the fuck up bro like it was <laughs> like it wasn't even fun like i'm going don't even show me anymore just give me to the fight because yeah. at this point like you're turning me off yeah i'll be honest man like i i've never known either of those guys to kind of be good at talking trash well, they don't remember terrence crawford got into it with his with his um promoter because his promoter was that was a bob arum who was like i can't sell the fights by myself and he was like livid and he's like oh, i don't do the shit talking i do the fighting and i'm like right. okay bro and that's why you're gonna keep fighting fucking tomato cans <laughs> and you're not gonna get the floyd money or the be i'm like right, yo right. there's an art like going back to connor Connor was so damn popular because he was so good skill wise and so like and he was dynamic and he gave Dude, he the, was a the, WWE the wrestler. Yeah. He could talk trash like a like a top like WWE. Yeah. <laughs> the Rock Stone Cold. Stone Cold. Yep. Right? Rick like Flair. Rick Flair. Yep. Like he can talk the trash and then he could back it up. Like he was actually a good fighter. Yep. And you need that to sell these kind of fights. You need a heel and you need a good guy and and I feel like this was a chance for Earl Spence to play good guy and Crawford to be bad guy and and they're so not good at that. Like Earl Spence is a really soft-spoken guy, like great phenomenal great boxer. boxer. Bro. Phenomenal boxer. He's boring. These are the, these are the top two guys in in boxing. This in my is opinion. the fight if you have to pick on paper that yes. you go in boxing, no matter the weight class. What do you want to see right now? It's this, right? After Tyson Fury and uh, and, and Wilder, this was the fight where you go, and then maybe Joshua Wilder if you're you go, this is the fight that everyone wanted to see and it's finally happening and I go, I couldn't be less interested when I watched it. Like I'm not hyped about it. Like I'm going to watch it because yeah, I'm absolutely. a boxing fan. But the they're so boring. Like, and you're gonna. So and, you know, the funny thing is that you're gonna talk to the casual boxing fan, or maybe not even, or maybe just a casual fight fan, and they're gonna go, "Who? Yeah, 
And and the thing is, is that this is your chance. If you make the press conferences good, you grab those people and those people who don't know. Bro, most people didn't know who Javante Davis was, right? And then most people didn't know who Ryan Garcia was outside of the Instagram and the TikTok videos and all that shit. Like, but they did so good at selling that fight and fighting in the press conferences and really showing that like discontent with each other and that hatred and whatever. Like these two guys are so boring that you go, oh, okay, first of all, Bob Aaron was right about you, Terrence Crawford. And then the other <laughs> part, you go, oh, this is why you guys have never crossed this threshold. This is why you're not known. This is why Aero Spence isn't mainstream. This is why Terrence right. Crawford isn't mainstream because it isn't good enough to just be good at boxing. Not not today. Like You have to do Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson was a great boxer, right? You got the dynamic, like, 30-second KOs and all this shit, and blah, 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 and that was part of his appeal. But then when you put the mic in front of him, he would say the craziest shit yeah. ever. I'm going to eat your children. I'm going to eat your children. Yeah, <laughs> and you're like, I can't turn away. Like, it was just, it, it just, to me, it just sort of solidifies, like, the, you can't just be good, especially in the fight game. Like, we don't reward skill. We reward entertainment. Right, and, 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 we, and, and you almost, like, you want animals, Absolutely. You know, you want humans at their most primal, you know, uh, being, if that, that's, that's the right, if that's the right word. Um, Dude, and, watching two gladiators get into a ring and beat the Pope out of each other. Like, yeah, yeah we it. want primal. We want, yeah. Yeah. We want, we want, we carnage. We want bro. the gladiators, bro. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and even if you, even if it's not going to be that, we want to believe it before, before the, the fight comes up. Yeah. Right. Like, I know that it's going to be bullshit. Like like Ryan Garcia and Javante Davis wanted to be like BFFs after the fight and all that. Yeah. But you sold me on the way there. Yeah. And that's all I give a fuck yeah. about. I'm fine if you guys hug it out afterwards. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Like, but, but make leading me believe it, that you hate each other. Exactly. Yeah. Make me think you hate each other and make me buy into the, this is going to be phenomenal. You guys are going to try to take each other's heads off. Like, it, it, yeah, I was so disappointed in watching these press conferences the last couple of days because they did the whole two city stop thing or whatever in the kickoff. And I go, don't just go back to training. Just I'll see you in July, bro. Like, don't like it. It was just so bad. And it just sort of like I just kept thinking, oh, OK, this is why as a boxing fan, I'm always like, oh, you guys got to watch these people. Blah, blah. But I'm like, this is why you guys haven't crossed over into mainstream. This is the what's funny is that, point. you know, the the Ryan Garcia um, Tank Davis fight. My and, and here's the difference. My kids knew about it. This one, they have not mentioned anything. Dude, if Ryan Garcia, after that loss, fights this weekend against Romy, or Roly, sorry, people are watching because Ryan Garcia has now made sort of a name for himself and he's going to be entertaining. I think, like, that, I think that's the fight for him, bro. It has to be. There's nothing else because uh, Teofimo walked away. Yeah, that's right. Which Teofimo would have been a good fight. With I think Teofimo probably mops the floor. I with. think he beat yeah yeah yeah. But it would have been a, at least again that fight would have sold and it yeah. would have been entertaining and the press conference would have been awesome because Teofimo Lopez knows how to sell a fight too. Like and Ryan Garcia, I didn't think he had it in him, but I go, but Ryan Garcia is already like good looking dude, likable, like charismatic. You go even if you don't think he's a bad guy, the baby face, you know, good guy thing works right. Yeah. Like and you go okay, like I I people will gravitate to that, like. Crawford and Spence have like not made me feel anything, man. Like I'm like, yeah, I have not seen any oh press conferences. And then don't. based on what You'll you be just so said, disappointed. Don't. I will not watch. However, don't. I am watching that fight because that fight is going to be phenomenal. Absolutely, because again, as a I love boxing, probably my favorite sport. You know, it's like uh, the combat sports and boxing is is probably like you know again just go back to it 
I have earlier memories of boxing than I do of any other sport yep. in terms of watching it across my life. And so I, I love boxing um, and, and I love MMA. So I'm definitely going to watch as a fan of the sport, but as an out, like as a casual where you go, oh, you can get people together and you get people excited to go. I go, man, I couldn't even sell this to you. Like, uh, like other than telling you like, no, these are the best boxers you don't understand of the last decade. Like, yeah. It, it, it it's like i can't when they when they sit there and talk it's almost embarrassing like when when i was watching the press conference i was like i'm gonna get embarrassed for them <laughs> like it was so that's how bad it was like their promo was trash the shit talking was trash it was like watching two kindergartners on the playground like just like well yeah well you're a poopy head like <laughs> it was so bad oh so bad <laughs> all right so so note, note to self don't, don't watch, watch it, those press conferences don't, don't. bro just if you feel like it if you even get an edge, bro, tell me i'll make one for you and i'll act it out of what it should have looked like and i'll send it to you <laughs> dude man this weekend we got father's day coming up bro yep and um dude i was i was i was thinking about like moments of you know like like like, like fatherly moments and what, what was funny was that i can't think of i could think of different things like throughout my life that was sort of like like impacting mm-hmm and but but nothing like nothing like astronomical. Yeah. I, I think I think the the fatherly stuff was was like a culmination of a lot of things. Okay. That's what you mean. Um but then I started thinking about like what are the things that our kids are gonna believe are impactful. And I was thinking about a few things that 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 kind of went on with 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 me and my me and my sons, and I obviously I have three sons, so there's like there's there's different things that that I that I've done with each one of them, and you know like one of them plays a, a lot of sports, and so like is he just gonna remember you know me being at the games or me giving him advice about about sports and working out and you know that kind of stuff. Um, like they're all into different things and i was trying to figure out like what are the things that are that that are going to be impactful to them and then i came up with like i go you know what it's probably going to be something that i would have never thought yeah dude is was was impactful they're, they're the gonna last thing you thought yeah of, it's gonna be like, it's gonna be like that thing yeah <laughs> like, remember that time we went to Publix? it's gonna be something really really it'll be like 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 yo you said this thing like matter of fact remember a few years ago um, my my son bought me this pen. Actually, he bought me a a book. It was for the podcast. Mm. He bought me like a book, and then right. and then uh and then, and then a pen. Actually, I think I think my wife bought the book because actually he said it had like a like an inscription on it. But he bought me this pen anyways. Really nice pen. Um, it writes really well. But on the pen, it said, "Don't be a dick." And that's it's so funny because that's like a saying that you say to them all the time. All the time, bro. All the time. So I wonder, I mean, right? How much fun we made of that shit. I think on this pod. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, think so because I, I think I talked about getting yeah. it. Yeah. But it's like, I wonder if that's the thing. Is that the thing that, that he's going to be like, yo, like the, the thing that sticks with me all the time, like, like, like when I'm going to be an asshole, I always think of you saying, don't be a dick. You know what I mean? Like and and I'll be like, fuck man. And like, it won't that, be that. that it, it's thing? gonna be something else, man. No, and, and and I don't even know. I I just thought of I'm trying to think like, about maybe like, it will be that because it got the, you up. The, right, because it because it it was impactful enough for him yeah, to, to get me a merch the... line. <laughs> <laughs> we make it t shirts. You got merch, let's go. <laughs> Is there anything with, with your kids, man, that you go like 
this is like I would. This is an episode that I would love to have like the kids for like a segment and just go, yo, what are the things that you've learned, or what are the, or, or or what are the things that that were most impactful? No, because but it, I don't know. It's I'm, gonna I'm, make I'm me ask them. I feel like I'm gonna ask them. Like, hey, when you think of like right like today, what do you think about if somebody said yeah, just like, today, yeah. Um, and then that those things will change or evolve as they get older, right? Because you you get older, you'll get wiser. Right. They'll get older. There'll be more experiences and learning more, right? So, and then we'll you know like we'll hopefully be there, um, you know, throughout their lives to kind of like guide them or at least give them advice and 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 just kind of help them through whatever path they choose. I feel like, man, it's such a good conversation to have. Um for me right now personally because i think i feel like i've struggled lately with the what makes you a good dad you know parent Mm. whatever right and so i think of is it time right like 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 the the volume of time you spend with them is it moments is it the creation of memories is it like the advice is it um leading by example like you go you know you could tell your kid you could be anything you want and you could follow your dreams. You can do that. But they're looking at you every day and they're like going, well, are you doing what you want? Are you following your dreams? Are you and so it's just like, and so I've, I've had this conflict of like, what's it's almost like overthinking of what should I be doing so that I do create something for them that they remember me by or that right. they feel like they had a good childhood or a good dad or whatever. And I don't, man, it's funny you said it, man, because I feel like I've had more times lately. I feel like I'm hyper aware and maybe present uh, uh, in terms of like being a dad of like looking at moments or these these like times that I spend with them and go, okay, like this was cool. And 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 I don't want to say that I force it, but I almost go, I, I'm always thinking about it where like, like they might yeah. ask for something and I go, okay, was that the thing? It's was the effort. The thing? Well, you're putting in effort. It's, it's right. It's like that. And, and, you're, and you're doing this effort. And I go, man, you truly don't know as a parent. Like what's gonna be the thing? Because like I said, like I've thought of all these things and all of these things can't be true, right? Like I can't be the hardworking guy who gives you this amazing life, who does that stuff, who spends a lot of time with you, does that stuff, who then gives you like all these quotes. Like you can't be all of those, right? Right, like you, right, right. There's gonna be one, you're gonna fail at something, right? But but it's gonna be, what's the thing that stuck with them? What's the thing that created? And and I think where I find myself is is like, because I'm so overly consumed with those things, I'm not just being. Just being. Yeah. And because which is I'm where worried you, about Which that. is where you should be, right? Exactly. Well, get this, man. So this week, my wife and I had a discussion and um, she was telling me a story about uh, she took my one of my sons to the dentist and she goes, hey, like, like so he, he opens the door and she goes, I'm thinking that he's holding it for me. And then he walks in and lets the door go. And then she comes to me and she's like, yo, like, I kind of feel like that's sort of your role to kind of teach the, the, almost the, the, the chivalry, right? Yeah. Where, where it's not just for your mom, it's for your lady, it's for your grandmother, it's for, you know, for anybody, the, the, yeah. the, the women in your life, right? Yeah. And, and we were kind of going back and forth and I was like, well, you know, like I, like I always open the door, like you, I was like, if when me and you are together, you never open the door. Like I, I always open it for you. Now, I, and, and then we kind of went into like the, well, you don't open my car door, and I'm just like, yeah, that's true. I don't open your car door anymore because, like back in the day, I used to have to go around and open it because I didn't have power locks, right? Like now it's different, right? right? Now it's a little bit different, and so we kind of got in the conversation, 
And I started thinking just from like self-reflecting of just going like, I've never had the conversation, but they've seen me open doors, not only for, for my wife, but also for other people. And you hold it open. And I've, I've allowed multiple people to go through at the same time, right? We're in a mall or whatever, right? You open yeah. the door, there's multiple people coming in and I'll hold it for the whole gang of people. I was going to say, right? I probably do that too much like to, like like i probably take that to the extreme like you said i probably hold it for the whole line yeah hold it for the whole yeah, line yeah, yeah, right yeah. so 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 for me i was like well shit man like no i never had a discussion but i hope that they saw They're what observing. i was doing and then maybe they emulate that and if they don't then maybe that's just up to them but i was like you know it's one of those things where you kind of like self-reflect and go well shit like do I need to have that conversation? Should so point it out. Yeah, should I point it out? So like, uh, re- very recently, um, one of my sons went on, uh, uh like, uh, I don't know, kind of a semi date, right? And before he left, I was like, hey man, like bef- before you go out, like you know, like make sure you make sure you open the doors, make sure you you know, like treating the woman like like I guess we believe she should be treated, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, be the you know be. Be chivalrous, yeah. Essentially, yeah. um, but it's 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 weird, man, because it's like we're in this space where times are different than than when I grew up, and which is of course like, and and again, I talk, I talk to my mom, and she's like, "Oh man, like I remember, you know, as you were growing up," and I was like, "Oh, this shit's different, way different than when I grew up." And so we keep going through this, and 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 I'm we're in this space now where, like I said, with the car doors, I go. No, I don't open your car door because it's always unlocked. Right. Matter of fact, when I was when I when one of the things was when like when I was a kid was, yo, you open the door for your lady, but like if she don't reach over and unlock your door, then then she's not. It's she's time not to let good. her go. Yo, for real, bro. And then, you know, there's a, there's, you know what's funny, bro? <laughs> yo, what that, was the barometer when you got power locks? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like, well, can't measure her by that no more. No, but it's true, bro. <laughs> and you know what's funny, man? It's like, I remember somebody telling me that. And then and then I actually, it was funny because like when, like when I was dating my wife, that was one of the things that it was like, I would always like open her door first and then she'd always reach over and unlock my door. Okay. And then it was funny because like, I, we, there's, a, there's, a, there's a movie, uh, Bronx Tale. Yeah. Oh my God. Do you remember that movie? I do. In Bronxdale, it's that, and the guy, one of that, it's like the, it's like an Italian neighborhood, and, yeah. and 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 the kid dates a black girl, so it's like a big deal. But the but but the Italian like mobster tells him like, yo, and he tells him like that test, like, yo, if she doesn't unlock your door, throw her out. And she does in the movie, and I remember watching that with my wife at some point, and maybe she was my girlfriend at the time, and I and and me thinking like, yo, look. She like, did that. Like, and, and she does that, right? So it's just those little things, right? But I don't know if anybody ever taught my wife to do that. You're like, it's observant. Because isn't that in itself like part of the, the test is not the right word, but like your kids, I think you hoped they're observing and sort of uh, right. uh, abs- uh, absorbing what you're doing. Like, um, But I'm good and bad, right? So like, yeah. They're probably observing and 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 uh, like observing and absorbing the bad shit that I do too. Absolutely, do. But I think about like I think about my, my upbringing, right? Like my mom. My mom was was awesome. Like my mom had us like really young. But like 
I don't ever remember as a kid feeling like that. I don't ever remember as a kid uh, seeing my mom do anything illegal or desperate or right. any of that stuff, right? And she didn't have to tell me that. Like, my mom didn't tell me, hey, I'm not doing this, I'm not doing that. But I think it's subconsciously stuck where, like, I always saw my mom doing things the honest way. I always saw, you know, like, and so growing up, I remember feeling like, it never crossed my mind to do things dishonestly or not work hard or not. Right. And and I think if I think back on like, you know, like my upbringing, I would go, there absolutely has to be a correlation there between like observing my mom as right. a child, right? Like, and then going and learning from that example without my mom having to tell me, hey, you don't do xyz like like some of that has to stick there now granted everybody's different and some kids just don't are so aloof and aren't really taking that in or maybe it makes sense to them later on but i think there's so much stuff man that i look back on that if i if i thought about it now that i go oh that must be why i'm this way and i subconsciously sort of picked that up without knowing it you know yeah. like there has to be like you said the door thing that has to be something that you picked up subconsciously that, or that that she picked up subconsciously that wasn't a hey you always do this it was just one of those like common courtesy things to her but you know again it's like that what you know the, the whole common sense isn't so common like just yeah, anything no, else true. isn't that like like even for our kids man like it, it's so true because i go like do i leave my example but then i go like again be- because you get overly consumed i go but am i doing them or me a disservice by not calling it out and not talking about it and not saying it not like because i don't know if, if you have this man um and i know like a lot of us struggle with this maybe, maybe even like in our professional lives where we have like this imposter syndrome where i feel like as a dad, you always have this thing where you go, am I doing enough? Like, am I not doing something? Should there be something that I'm adding? Is there like, you're aware of your kids and their different needs and you, and you try to meet those, but, and, but then you're like, and you, and you, you feel like you do, but then sometimes you go like, I don't, and but a few yeah, you people call out. Yourself. Yeah, you question yourself. But then if somebody calls, like sits there and goes, hey, but you did this and this and this and, this, and you're like, yeah, I did, but you sort of never feel like that. It's almost like this imposter syndrome of like, I never feel like I'm living up to this expectation, but I don't know who set this expectation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. No, yeah. I, dude, I feel like that a lot. I do. I feel like that a lot. But then I also go, especially like in a in a, in a work environment, like I like I like I know like I'm confident that I'm good in what I do. Mm-hmm. So I kind of let that trump those feelings. But I do have those feelings a lot as like a father and a husband. Okay. To where like I think I'm doing good and then like I get called out on something. Or I think I'm doing good and and then something happens with the kids and I'm just like, well fuck. Like how did that happen? Like I didn't show them to do that. Like, is that is that my fault? You know, am I not doing enough? Am I not telling them the right thing? So that happens a lot in in like the in like sort of the the in the family and home. Yeah. Um, but yeah, bro. Man, it's just like, I, I think it's funny because I think it will, I, I, it will definitely force me to ask the question of like, hey, what do you guys think about me when yeah. you think about like and your be, age now? What is going to be the thing that stands out? Like, I was going to say, it'd be good to do it now and then yeah. like, you know, five, 10 years from now, right? Because I think that, I think that that'll maybe not change. I think it'll grow. Yeah. No, because it, they it may morphs. be able, right? Because they, they may, they may, may be remember what they told you initially and then there's been other things along the way 
Yeah, because like I, I, if I think about like my daughter, my daughter very much has like my personality, my sense of humor, my stuff like that. So I know with her, poor, like it'll poor be, girl. Yeah, <laughs> not a good thing. <laughs> She's got, but she'll she'll come up with jokes or she'll have these little one liners where I'm like, "What the fuck did you get that?" And then I go, "Shit, that's something I would have said." You know, like I think yeah. about it all the time. And then you're like, "Okay, that's kind of cool because you're paying attention and you made this like dark." twisted joke that i would have made so that means you're, you are listening to me to an extent right or at least like something went there but then you're just like i don't know if that's good for you like, you know, like how much of that is her listening to you versus this is just who she is right and you know what i mean and, no and and with her you go it, it has to be just who she is and stuff because you go i, I think about my daughter even as a kid uh, or as a baby so she is a kid but her personality hasn't shifted much it's like she's always been who she is like right the humor changes in terms of like the things she'll make fun of the stuff but her right. demeanor and her the way she carries herself her disposition has always been the same and it's very much like me and my son is not but my son has a lot of the same interests that I had now. Like he didn't earlier in life. Okay. Uh, 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 or I shouldn't say that he did, but just may, maybe express them a little bit differently. And then now he, so, but he doesn't have my like sense of humor. He doesn't have my personality. He has the same interests, which is very different. And I think like as a dad, I'm starting to like decipher the two going, okay, you like the same things I liked, but you go about things differently. And so it forces me to go like this different way of right. like trying to move trying, trying to support them. Yeah. And, and it's, and it's fun and it's interesting and it makes you like sort of think about yourself, but it is like uncomfortable in the sense of like, I'm comfortable with my daughter because I know how she thinks. I know how she feels right, I know, because right. I think that way. Right. Yeah. But then when he but does it, easy. you go, yeah, like, Oh, I just have to be me. Right. And then with him, it's like, okay like i have to it's like it, how, do, how do you nurture the person that you're not exactly and then it's like it forces you to listen because you have to ask more questions and you have to go okay like what do you want and it, and and again it, it probably turns you into a better human being not just a dad like when you sort of forced to go that route but it is like fascinating just to see that whole like dynamic because i do find myself and i think and I don't struggle with this. So this generation has this thing. There's a word for it, but like, it's like where, where parents see other parents on social media and you have this like thing where you feel like you always have to keep up. Like they're fucking cooking, you know, cookies or, or they're making eggs and, they, right. and they're posting these TikTok videos and stuff. Like, I don't, I don't get sucked into that. Like, I'm okay with that. Like I'm yeah, pretty no, comfortable not getting sucked into that. I do find myself getting uncomfortable in the I question myself and I think a lot of it has to do with so not having sort of my biological father growing up it's almost like am I filling in this gap right like I am oh, the father gotcha, for right, my kids right. is what I'm doing enough like right because you have no model I don't right I don't know what the right answer is I know so to me the right answer is whatever I didn't have Right. So when I think about like my kids, I always think about what didn't I have? What would I have wanted at this age? What would I have wanted? What are, and, and, and it does them a disservice in one sense because you go, maybe they're not looking for that. They're just wanting you to do this other thing. Right. But I'm, I get so caught up in like, well, at your age, I would have wanted this. Right. And so like, I think that's the thing that I battle with all the time because I go, I don't have the model. I don't have the examples. So like, it's funny you. when you were asking me before, it's like, yo, do you have this like father moment? And we talked about this on here a lot before. It's like a lot of my father, quote unquote, moments would have come from moments of my uncles and they, and they were amazing. And, I've, and all the fatherly things I think that I could think of that come from them and, and even from like my mom. But like, as far as like how to be one, the example I have is everything I didn't. 
And so, and you know like, what? I, I would I would advise you to don't forget about the things that we had when we didn't really have much that were enough. Because I think that in this in in in, in our situations, like we're able to give our kids more than what we had growing up. Mm-hmm. But what we had growing up was enough. Yeah. And 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 they're not getting that now because we're giving them other things that we believe is sort of like quote unquote more. More. And it's not really the case in most cases. That's so true, man, because I can't think of I'm sure there's stuff you could name, right? But like if I thought back to my childhood, I couldn't tell you like I wish I had this. Or I felt like I lacked that. Or I felt like, like I couldn't think of anything. Like I I I never felt like this absence of something, I guess, is like like right. I like I like, look back at my child, I'm like, oh, it was great. Like it was I had fun. A ton. It was awesome. Yeah, 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 I had fun. Like yeah, I had a great mom. Yeah. I was like, I had great friends, I had like stepdads, I'd like and I'm like, listen, I I I had very fond memories of my childhood. Absolutely. I, yeah, yeah. I'm like I never felt like I lacked anything like that, right? So you just go, but like to your point, you almost get consumed in the what was missing, quote yeah, unquote. What are the things the, that were? But they're always them. things. It's always it's things. Ne- it's always bro. things, man. It's never. It's never feelings or experiences or whatever. It's like things. It, it's so true, man. Yeah, bro. It's so true. So shout out to all the fathers out there. Um, you know, hey, you're listen. If you're out there and you're trying. Fucking a man, kudos to you. Yeah, man. Yeah, fuck yeah. Happy Happy Father's Day. Listen, to all you yeah, Happy Father's Day, man. And there's no there's no guide to this thing, man. Just like whatever you're doing isn't it's no right or wrong. Yeah, <laughs> just right. just be there. Yeah, that, that's it. Just be there. just be there. It's Yo, crazy. man, you ever seen the movie Wedding Crashes? I love that fucking movie. That's man. one of my favorites of Me all too. time. Oh, I think it's the most underrated comedy probably ever. <laughs> it's so good. I watched it the other night. Who's actually. that? So it's Owen Wilson and what's the other guy's name? Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn. Uh, Vince Vaughn is like my long lost best friend. <laughs> <laughs> Him and Bradley Cooper. Like those two guys. I feel like that about Bradley Cooper. <laughs> Bradley Cooper. No, that's my Vince dog. Vaughn. You don't know it yet. Yeah, though. that's right. Those are my like besides you, man. Those are my two best friends. Um, so there was an article that I read recently, man. So you know, in Wedding Crashes, uh, towards the end, um, Owen Wilson hooks up with like the like the OG of Wedding Crashes, and it's played by what the fuck? Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell. And and what he's doing at that time is that he's crashing funerals. So, of all companies, Trojan, (laughs) (laughs) Trojan releases a study and says, the study uh, reveals that 12% of men admit to bringing condoms to funerals just in case. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, listen, you got to wrap up all the stiffs. So it's like the 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 study was done on it's like thirty five and under. Okay. So, dude, one in eight men are bringing condoms to a funeral, and uh, one of like the the, like part of the study was like on purpose. On purpose, not like I keep one in my wallet kind of thing. It's like no, I'm deliberately bringing a condom. Like I'm going to the funeral and and I'm definitely bringing a condom. Yeah, just in case. What they said was one of the studies was like that uh, that there's like this overwhelming grief 
at a funeral and then it's because of this loss of closeness. Right. And so the loss of closeness kicks in our libido. I could definitely see to, that. Man. To fill in the void. Like as you're talking about it, I'm like, what an asshole move, but also I kind of get it. Like <laughs> emotions are high. Right. People are searching for that. Like, like I said, the closeness, the thing, like it definitely makes sense. Now, when I heard it in the movie, when I when I first saw the movie, I was like, man, that's fucked up. Yo, it was fucking hilarious. But it's it's hilarious, right? But I thought I was like, oh wow, that's really fucked up. Yeah, but Owen Wilson scene, he's like, he's on something, by the way. He's cleaning up over <laughs> when he's trying to explain it. <laughs> At the wedding, at the wedding, <laughs> and, and the girls like just waiting for their like romantic moment, and he's like, he's cleaning up. They're, oh, what a good! Uh, this is the most underrated comedy of all time. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, no, man, that 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 was it. On so it. wait, so Trojan did a what? Like a survey? Mm-hmm. It was like a survey that did. I or guess, like, man. It says, they said it was a study released by church by Trojan. What a great commercial would that be? We're just people at a funeral. <laughs> oh my god, bro! So did you bring your condom? Yo, you should have Trojan like sponsored coffins, and then just <laughs> <stop>. <laughs> bro. Oh my god, I'm trying to think of if I've not. I see, I haven't gone to many funerals in my life, and I almost avoid them. At all costs. I've been to a couple. Oh, do you? So you're not you're not good at funerals. I hate funerals. Really? I dislike. I mean, I've, I mean, for the obvious reasons, but also I hate that my last memory of someone is that way. Uh so, so, so is it is it is it more like the ones that you have to have to have like have the viewing? Like, what if there was no viewing? Are you good with that? Yeah, if if it was like closed casket, just a yeah. boxing, maybe. But I think what would still stick with me is like the emotions of people being around, crying, doing all like 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 the funerals that I've done have been because I absolutely like I couldn't like pass on them. Right, like like my, my grandmother, you know, I've had I've had family members like um um that you know you want to be there for them, and so you go, but but like literally like less than five, I've been to funerals in my life. Um, and and I've had chances to go to other ones, and I avoid them at all costs. Like I, I literally only go to the ones where I'm like, like I have in my head like a box of like I'll go to these. Like that's how like extreme I am with funerals. Okay. Um, I hate the idea that my last memory of you is gonna be in that context, whether I see the body or not, whether okay. I think about it. Like I, I especially for someone that I really care about, like I, I would hate that to be the last sort of like memory I have of you. I don't know what it like. Yeah. It's just the whole thing about it freaks me out. It doesn't bring me closure at all. It doesn't like, I'd almost be better off oblivious going like, okay, there was a funeral. They buried you, whatever. <laughs> and me knowing like, I just don't see you anymore. You know what I mean? Like if that makes sense, right. like, yeah, I don't know. I, mean, I probably need therapy, but like, dude, that's a, that, that's a really like, if you ever sort of like sit back and, and, and like really think about the people that you love and then think about like not seeing them again, Dude, I've done that shit. It is not like it's not a good place. It sucks. It does. However, it 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 makes you really grateful that they're here. No, I could definitely see that. You know, like so if you guys and out there, like if if you if you ever feel like uh like my my life sucks and whatever, man. Like, think about that shit. Think about somebody that's really close to you, like like dying. And I don't mean like just think about it. I mean sit there with with your feelings and like almost like play it out in your head and see the people that would be there and who would be crying and you know what I mean. Like and and then and then and then really sitting there with that thought of holy shit. Like I'm never gonna see that person again. I'm never gonna hang out with that person again. 
sit there with that thought for, you know, for several minutes and feel that shit, it really makes you go, fuck, man, like I'm really grateful for that person and and I do not want that shit to happen and life is not that fucking bad. No, I think to your point, the perspective definitely changes a lot differently. I think I'm, I think as I've, I've definitely matured a little bit more, but I, I think growing up, just like that whole thought, like we've talked about it here. I, I've, I've always had this like overwhelming fear almost of death. So like seeing people that you care about that way was like almost breaking to me. Like it was like, I don't know if like not emotionally capable of handling it, but it was just one of those, like, I just didn't want that to be how I saw these people that I really cared about. Right. Like, like it would just be like, no man, like, like, like you and I, like, I'm like, I would want to remember this. Yeah. I'd be like, if my last memory of you was like at your funeral, it'd be like, fuck, I couldn't be get that out of my head. And I have to like reconcile to myself of working past that because, you know, like again, it's like part of life, but it's almost like I want to think of this. And then I go, my fear is always, am I always only going to think of that moment? And is that going to, the emotions of that, is it going to overshadow these, this, like, is that, right. and that's like always my thing. It's just like, I don't. And so it's been like people in my life where I've like, I've, I've gone like, okay, I have to do these and I've done them. And it's funny, man, oddly enough, they weren't bad. No, they're not. They were, I mean, they were bad, obviously horrible. They're emotional yeah, they're, yeah. stuff, but like, um, I, you know, like they weren't as bad as I think I thought they were going to be yeah. in terms of like, like, like the people around me were as bad as I expected them to be. But like me, I was like, Oh, okay. Oddly enough, I'm handling this better than I thought. Like, like I right. had those moments, but yeah, dude. And it's funny that you like bring up this story because like you saw this guy this week that faked his death. No. Oh my God, bro. This dude like is, really faked the death. No, like, he faked the death and his wife and everything was in on it. So his wife uh, and, uh, and I think his kids, is it his money? family. No, dude. So he's a TikToker. His name is David Burton. Okay. And he orchestrated this whole stunt where he faked his death. They planned the funeral and his whole family comes in for the funeral and he pulls in in a helicopter. So like the super dramatic entrance does this whole thing. Get the fuck out of here. All to teach his les a lesson to his family and his friends about staying in touch. Wow. So he pulls the whole That's like- That's kind of cool, bro. Like, I mean, somebody's pissed. Oh, live it, bro. <laughs> because my first thought was what you said. I went, that's kind of cool. But yeah, somebody's really if your goal is to make sure that you still keep in touch, does this work? I think it works oh, short man. term. I don't know, man. You know, like I, I think that you know, when 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 people die, and I guess obviously it depends on who it is, I think that you, especially if it's somebody that was close to you. You always have that fuck, you know what? Like there were so many times when I when I thought about you and I should have called and I wanted to call but didn't really have much to say. You know what I mean? And sometimes it is literally just the 5 or 10 minutes and then we'll just go 5 minutes. I got I got family members that 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 like hound me about calling them and literally when I when I call them, they just want to be on the phone for like 2 or 3 minutes. Yeah. It's like, oh, what's going on? Blah, 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 right? And it's like, all right, cool. Good to hear from you. And then that's it. And I think that sometimes I won't call because I'll go, I don't really have much to say. There's nothing really to, there's, no, there's nothing that, that has happened since last time I saw you. And so I'm going to skip the call. And I, and, I, and I know for a fact that those people would have just preferred the two-minute call. Two minute. 
I need to work on that, bro, because I'm... Oh, I'm, I'm so bad about that. I'm bad, but you know what the other thing about it is there's very few things in life I hate more than being on the phone. <laughs> I just, And I can attest to that because yo ass, I could text you, you will answer real quick, and then I'll call you like two minutes later, <laughs> and then the fucking thing just rings. Dude, I hate, like, I will text you all day. Yeah. I, would do, I hate talking on the phone. Why? This is going to sound silly because, again, I'll text you. <laughs> There's something so unproductive that I feel uh, like being on the phone, like it, it's going to sound fucked up, but it almost feels like I'm wasting my time. <laughs> so it's like, it's different if like we haven't spoken a while, right? And I'm like, okay, I want to catch up. But like, you know, you talk to people all the time and you're just like, and they want to talk on the phone and you're just like, bro, I could have been doing all this other shit. And I know there's things That's where you different. can like. Where but, you- but typically like, I, I won't call you, like I'll call you because it's too much to type. No, no, I know. Like when you, you know what I mean? Me, yeah, I don't never not answer because I'm like, fuck that text. I literally just miss it because I'm so bad about looking for rings. <laughs> There's a different tone for all of them. <laughs> but like for me, like I'm really bad about calling family because like I don't like talking on the like talking on the phone. Like I'll text you all day. Like I'll text family and maybe I should just do better about that. Like, hey, yeah. how are you? My fear is that if I text you, you're gonna call me. <laughs> But <laughs> so for and my family, is, is it somebody that's like older than you? Yeah, they're gonna that, call that me. goes like fuck this text. Yeah, I have thing. my uncle in Jersey. I love him to death, man. Yeah, and, and I love even talking to him on the phone sometimes. Like he's one of, because again, I don't see him all the time. Right, right. But and it's hours on the phone, and so like sometimes, and now he's finally that's getting cool. around to the texting thing. Like he's coming into the to the current century, but. For the longest time, you couldn't text him because then he would call you. And I'm like, motherfucker, (laughs) if I wanted to talk to you on the phone. (laughs) Yeah, but you know what? He's thinking, oh, I'm not typing all this shit that I got to say. I'm going to pick up the phone. And I would much rather type (laughs) (laughs) or speak it into it and it'll type it for me. I don't want to talk to you. Like, I got shit. Dude, that's the generational gaps, bro. You think so? Yeah, I think so, bro. I, 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 I think a lot of it has to do with my impatience or my constant. I don't know if listen. I don't know if I'm alone in this. There is a, and there's definitely a problem in this. There is this thing that I have where, if I'm doing something, I always have to feel like I'm doing something else to feel productive. If that makes okay. sense. So, like, if I walk from living room to kitchen. If I walk empty handed, like there's got to be something that's got to make its way back to the kitchen. It bothers me. Like whether it's a piece of trash or a a dish or whatever. It's like I'm always constantly looking for the most efficient way to like almost do life. So it's like (laughs) if I'm on the phone with you, it's like taking away from other things that I could be doing because I'm really shitty at being on the phone and multitasking. Okay. Like sometimes I could just leave the phone on speaker and then do something, but then you get caught in the, huh, huh? And that <laughs> shit drives me crazy. So it's like, you ever walk around with like, I don't know, like, like a Bluetooth headset? No, nah, I feel like a douchebag or... doing that. Okay. Well, okay. Plug, <laughs> all right. Plug headphones into your fucking phone and then put the earbuds in. I don't give a shit on how it is. I've done that. No, no, no. <laughs> I have done that. Like I've done that and like wash my car or something like yeah. that. And then you're like, okay, that's cool. Like I'm doing like two things like I, that I could do, but like, I wasn't talking day? about the fucking big blue. Yeah, you remember those? The, you yeah, watch oh, with the blue light flashing out of fucking Almost time. guaranteed. We couldn't be friends. If I saw you in public and you was wearing a Bluetooth headset, we're not going to be friends. <laughs> yeah. How are we doing on time? But do we're an hour six into the- Oh shit. All right. We, we gotta, think, we gotta, we gotta close this. Do we're going back really quickly to the story. So fakes his funeral, wants to prove a point, has a whole film crew there, does the whole joint. Yeah. Is is he an asshole? 
Like, bro, if I did that to you, so think about this. If I fake my devs all this shit, right? And Saturday you went to my funeral yeah, and I you pulled up, up and I, yeah, 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 I would expect you to beat but, me up, bro. But I wouldn't. <laughs> but but we do the podcast next week. You think so? Yeah, yeah. Fuck all it. right, fuck it. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. But guys, we're not grudge holders. Yeah, no, guys, no, no. Like, like I'll let you, I'll let you have it, and then that's it. And then yeah, that's you'll it, read and me. It's over. Hey, motherfucker, I'll see you Tuesday. Yeah, and then you, I, I would have been like, bitch, you could have at least told me. <laughs> Be like, you so right. I'm not the one that's fucking not calling you and shit, bro. <laughs> like, you, you see me every week. <laughs> you so what, right. What kind of lesson are you trying to teach me? <laughs> I can't tell you because then you'd be the only one at the funeral smiling. <laughs> I can't trust you with that information. You'd be in that bitch like, <laughs> wait, just wait. Waiting. They'd be like, why are you not sad? you like, guys, is that a shopper? <laughs> <laughs> I hear a chopper. <laughs> Dude, but you know, how fucked up would that be, right? Like, you, like, like, so if I'm the only one that knows, I walk in there, like, like, you're like your mom, your wife, your kids, like, Everybody's fucking crying or really somber, mm -hmm. right? Like your uncles that I that I've met, like or the family that that that, that I've met of yours. And they and they walk in there and it's fucking just like somber and whatever. And you know. And I know. I'm not telling anybody. And I'm telling you, don't fucking tell them that I know. <laughs> <laughs> now, and then when they're all fucking yelling at you, you'll be like, Sean knew. I'm like, I'm like yo, you know who's more fucked up? Sean knew. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be ducking out the back. <laughs> You'd be like, what up? What up? <laughs> Welcome to the carbon for podcast. <laughs> We just did the whole podcast <laughs> with all you somber fuckers. You somber. <laughs> that story is fucking crazy, bro. I'm like, yo, all that to prove a point. I'm like, man, that could go either way. Because I also feel like if I didn't call you already, that's not going to make me call you. Yeah, no. Like, you're I, not going to, like, your point, like, point taken, but it's not going to improve it. Yeah, that's probably true, man. Do you know what I mean? Like, I go, if I didn't call you, or, probably or it, wouldn't, like you. it probably wouldn't improve it long term. No, it'll be I think, short. I think we all fall back into the into, into complacency. It's a, and yeah, it's a comfort. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah, yeah. No, I agree. But it was just, I saw that shit. I'm like, holy fuck, man. Like so said, did he do this shit for, like on his on his social media? Like on his yeah, TikTok? Yeah, bro, he, he did a whole video. Like, like literally had a film crew do the uh, whole thing, bro. So it's like a high production value. Motherfucker <laughs> 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 Scorsese the shit out of this Who is film. this? Like, who is this guy? I like him already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> his name is David Barton, B A E. R-T-E-N, uh, and he's from, I think, Belgium. Yeah, Belgium. Uh, so he pulled this off in Belgium. Uh, <laughs> and, and I think the most asshole part of this whole thing, though, like, I can understand trying to prove a point, but you drop in on a helicopter, it's kind of <laughs> fucking wild. Like, you ain't got to rub it in like that. <laughs> you could have just right? lay in the coffin yeah. and pop up or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, shit. <laughs> right, and, and you got to even flex. Not only are you not dead, you got to flex that you have money. Yeah. You got <laughs> Like the most grandiose entrance ever. You got to It wasn't enough to just pop into the room. Oh, shit, bro. That shit's That's crazy, dope, man. man. What you want to end on, bro? What you got anything Ooh, good? Let's see. What we got that we can end on, man? Uh, you want to talk about this uh, White House shit? Yo, I guess we should, bro. <laughs> All right. So for those of you that have seen, uh, the White House had like a whole. So so this is, you know, we're in June. June, we got we got Juneteenth coming up. We got Father's Day coming up. But June is is Pride Month. Another way that they fucked all the fathers. And 
We can't even get our own money. <laughs> yeah, I don't give a fuck about us. I just want to make it clear. You're so right, bro. Another, another, uh, another piece of evidence that y'all don't give a oh fuck about my us. God. <laughs> and what did she tell me? You did somebody go like, you got to thank. Uh, what the fuck was it? You got to thank a. Uh, did I hear that from you or somebody else? It was like, you got to thank a straight person for like keeping for like <laughs> giving birth to for you. Giving birth. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to you, Hatteros. <laughs> Boring ass. <laughs> So at the White House, Joe, Joe Biden did this whole thing. And I'm going to give it to Joe Biden because he's the president, obviously. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, he did like a whole uh, um, pride thing at the at the White House and invited a lot of uh, folks from from the LGBT community, LGBTQ plus community. Right. And one of the people that went over there was Rose Montoya and who she is. A, this, she is a uh, trans influencer. Okay. And so after she met the president, um, she posed for like a video with these two other guys. The guys were topless. The guys took their shirts off. Okay. So she takes her shirt off as well, cups her breasts, and, you know, sort of in the video. So the, the White House bans her. Like, for, I guess for life. For having her titties out. For having her titties out, right? It's, they called it inappropriate and disrespectful. She came on and was like, I did not violate any Washington, D.C. laws. I mean, yeah, bitch, if you want to get into the technicalities <laughs> of it. But I also think, yo, this is a prime example here of if you're trying to push your movement forward. That's not a good way to do it. It's not a good way to do it, bro. And yeah. then you're just proving, you're just sort of giving, uh, you're, you're adding fuel to the people's fire who believe a certain way, right? Like, unfortunately, you have to be in the, you have to be like tip top, morally, ethically, you know, every, if you're trying to push a cause forward, you can't give people a reason to not want to like sort of support you. And this adds it because as a and, straight woman, we would have been pissed about this. Like a yeah. straight woman, white house lawn, pulls her titties out. We'd have been like, yo, that's kind of classless. You know yes, like, correct. And so if you're there and they're celebrating you and you're trying to move your cause forward and you're trying to show, Hey, we deserve these rights, whatever. And you do, but you have a certain subset of, of, of the community that doesn't feel that way. And they're using the quote unquote pervertedness or whatever, as they're sort of like, uh, uh, I guess the, the, the reason why, why they sort of shun you down. And then you do this, you're sort of proving those people right. I guess, right. In their own mind. In their own mind. And so it's just one of those things where it's like, you're not there yet, bro. Yeah. It's so fucking unnecessary. Like, right. No, you're right. And and it even goes back to, you know, when, when Obama got elected, Obama, I, I always said this, man, mm -hmm. he was the perfect, and I got, he's the perfect black guy to have that position because he was flawless in his poise in 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 his in his sort of commander in chief role, yeah. Whether you agree with his policies or not, right? That was ir irrelevant. irrelevant. Yep, he was presidential to the to the T, bro. To the irrespective T. of policy or whatever, Correct. he was. So if you yeah. ever thought, oh, you know, I, I don't know, like if you ever were were sort of like, no, you know, whatever, black guy shouldn't be, no, black people shouldn't be president. You know, if you if you were racist in that manner, 
Like that was the guy that could change your mind. Right. Because he didn't give you a reason. Like he didn't give you a reason. I'd almost wonder, I always wondered too, like that must've been really tough because in his mind, it was like, I'm the first and I have to make sure I'm not the last. And so you almost water yourself down. And he talks about that in his book. Like you almost sort of, you don't want to be you because you have to make sure that you keep the, not a hundred percent you because correct. you're very aware of the perspective of the perception. Sorry. So like, yeah, man. And I felt like that's what was like, listen, man, I'm all about free to nipple, you know, fit titties, other stuff. There's a time and place. And then also like you go, everything isn't created equal. If it's like, oh, the guys did it, the guys, yeah, good for them. You're not them. You're trying to move a cause forward. And so you have to be aware of time and place and circumstance and situation and intent and all that stuff. And if the, is the movement more important to you and the future more important to you, or is making the headlines today more important to you? Right. Like, and you know, and I don't know if this was intentional, the headline, like, again, I, I, I'm, I also can, I feel like two things can be the same. Like you could have got caught up in the moment and did this because it was fun and yada, yada. And then Correct. you didn't really think that. But, but I also think that when you have those kind of followers, when you're an influencer, you have this kind of followers, uh, then you have to kind of check yourself, unfortunately. Absolutely. You, right? I so, think, especially being aware of the moment where you have to move that situation forward and all that stuff. Yep. Biden wouldn't know what to do with him anyway, bro. I seen him taking the pictures next to him and stuff. That motherfucker was so out of it. <laughs> he has sunglasses on, right? I ain't yeah, know. I, I, think, they know do that. I think they do open. that now just because he falls asleep mid-everything. <laughs> Holy shit, bro. That guy's a corpse, man. <laughs> Not unless I, we won't have time to get into this, but like, even like I've seen a lot of hype for Bobby Kennedy, who I like. I like when I hear him talk, I'm like, he makes sense. He he's rational. He doesn't seem like committed. He doesn't seem like stubborn in his beliefs right. and stuff. And thing, but you know how we always talk about like, like like you have to be presidential. You have to have that thing. Like you can't be short. You can't yep. be ugly. You can't be whatever. Bobby Kennedy talks like someone trimmed his vocal vocal cords. Oh, I haven't heard him. Talk. I need you to be able to yell, bro. You can't be president if you can't scream. Sorry. <laughs> um, he's like. Is, is, Oh, really? He has yeah. one of these, like, I don't know what's fucking wrong with him, but he talks like that. You're not going to be president talking like that, bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't care what your politics or what your policies are. Like, well, listen, we'll take the corpse. <laughs> I'm going to end on this. <clears throat> I hereby propose we move Pride Month to August. Why August? Because ain't shit going on in August. <laughs> and Father's Day, get June back. God damn it. Yeah, 4th of July belongs to America. <laughs> July belongs to America. June belongs to the dads. Ain't shit in August. You right. Ain't shit in August. I second your motion. And Let's get- it's hot as fuck down Let's- here in Florida. <laughs> Y'all can come and take it all off. <laughs> I always thought East, like April was a good time for a Pride Month. It's like colorful, like, yeah, you know, the whole, yeah, so they get another month, bro. They get December too. Like the fuck? <laughs> you want two now? <laughs> you just being greedy. You just being greedy, bro. We can't be like, December. You, you die. You born one month. You die the other month. Yeah. I mean, you can't have both. You can't have both. We, we don't have. We got. Birth, we got birthdays. Not death. Not both of the dates wrong too. Aren't, <laughs> they are. They yeah. are wrong, right? Like the actual the actual birth is in like the summer sometime, and then the actual death. I don't even know when. Yeah, it's exactly, not accurate at all. I think, anyway. I think Christmas is actually a. It's it's the winter solstice, correct? Right, but that's he was born the, in like the middle of. of yeah, I don't believe. Yeah, he was born, yeah, yeah. He was born at that time. Um, so on that, tell them where they can find us. Listen uh, at the Carbon Football Podcast on IG, the Carbon Football Podcast on Facebook. Uh, 
YouTube, at CarbonFPPod on TikTok and Twitter, and then uh, all your favorite audio platforms. We are on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, GeoSavin, Amazon Music, Audible, uh, Pocket Cast, Podchaser, um, all of it, man. <laughs> so if we're not on something, uh, let us know. But but go ahead and hit uh, like, subscribe, leave a comment, uh, leave a review. Keep dropping us um, text messages, doing all that, man. Uh, even on the side, uh, you guys have no idea what that does uh, in terms of like inspiration and motivation and all that other. And um, it, it's cool to see that someone, even if it's one person on the other side of this, is actually taking it in. So absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And I got I got one I got one quote. Um, I read this thing, it was probably about a week or two ago, uh, Charlemagne the God posted it, I think he just clipped it out of somewhere and, and put it on his page, but it says, stop ignoring your talent has been, val- oh sorry, stop ignoring when your talent has been validated in the multiple spaces. It's not a gimmick, it's not luck, it's not a once in a lifetime occurrence. You are good at this thing, the proof is there, accept it and act accordingly. <sighs> That goes with what we were saying before. Yep. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. For real. <laughs> <laughs> and yo, we appreciate you guys. And we will see you next week. See you next week. Peace. Peace.